Hey, Oban, yeah. if people want additional, more sexy content mm-hmm. of us, where should they go? Oh, well, they should go to our Patreon. Ooh, they could become part of our Discord community, mm-hmm. Ask Me Anything, and an additional bonus, bonus episode. And I've heard that someone has told me that sometimes there's some fun little sexy content that comes in every once in a while, too. I plead the fifth. Where should they go? They should check out True North Dom, D-O-M-M-E dot com. And click our support us Patreon. Love it. You are now listening to the True North Dom podcast. A discussion of all things kink, fetish, diaz, and sexual curiosities. Have your safe word ready, kinky friends, as you join your hosts, Madam Red and Oban. I was like, are you going to start or not? Hi, Red. How are you? I got into like the West Side. West, yeah, you are the West Side now. So like hardcore. Open and I are doing video Zoom because, um, mm-hmm. well, he had to put his dog down. So sorry about that, man. Wow. Way to just like start the episode out. Sorry, <laughs> but uh, yes, so, unfortunately, I had to put down our old, our old girl, our old girl had to go down today. So, I yeah. uh, had some family things to do, so I couldn't come to uh, Red's place today. But we're making it work. We're doing it. We're still getting you your content. Fans matter. Yeah. Um, how are you? I'm pretty good. I'm getting settled in my new place. I got our studio officially set up yeah. with the microphones, the banner. Uh, my porn's oh, selling like hotcakes. You sent me cakes. that picture. Yeah, my porn's been doing I know. Great. Well, because first of all, I know. Well, I heard you have a big dick, and people are into big dicks, so. Well, I didn't have a big dick that no. day when I filmed the porn, but shit, it's been doing great. So mm. thanks. Thanks, everyone, who's creeping on my porn <laughs> and purchasing. Sales have been good. It supports yeah. my expensive apartment that i have because the okanagan is ridiculously priced mm-hmm. um yeah. yeah but how are you like living out there now i mean you're our uh independent woman now you know i just work all the time pray to god i can pay for the roof over my <laughs> oh my god you act like you're like like poor and destitute um <laughs> I'm barely going to make month rent this month. Oh, so yes. Well, yes, I'm concerned. Then let's just start hustling, girl. I know. You know I have a lot you of uh, submissions that are time wasters in my pro yeah. work. I'm trying to grow my vanilla company here. Mm-hmm. So right, trying to make it work. It. You'll do it. I'll, I'll dominate you'll do the it. masses. Yeah. You're just like me. We're hustlers. And when we got to do it, we got to do it. So I work. And I don't sleep. What's sleep? What's mental health? Who needs it? Were, how was your Easter, by the way? This is being recorded right after Easter. How was your Easter? Um, it was pretty good. I um, yeah, yeah, it was pretty good. Nothing too exciting. No, did you do any dinner? Did you do? No, do I Easter don't dinner? have. I don't have family here. I worked actually. On oh. Easter. I did pro work. Oh. Well, I didn't do any dinner with. Uh, 
I did dinner with a friend and my daughter and nice. uh, we made a 15 pound turkey for three people. <laughs> I saw you stuffing it. Oh my yeah. God. Oh yeah. I, know. I liked it when you're like, get under the skin. I was like, Ooh, yeah, that's I'm like, my love language. Do you skin. like that? Yeah. Do you like it under the skin? Yeah. I can oh. deep inside you. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I like it. So I know I was actually kind of turned on doing it. <laughs> I did officially get all my sex toys stowed away. Did you? Yes. And I have too many sex toys. I don't have enough really? space. I still have two suitcases full and one of them's just full of dicks. <laughs> I uh, can we just can we just like actually put a big label on it that just says bag of dicks? I think so. I think so. Like seriously. It's literally a bag of dicks. It's a bag of dicks. It's a suitcase of dicks. That's that's <laughs> how much I have too much kink stuff. I thought I'd never say that. I know. As long as I've known you, you've been in acquiring mode. All you've been all you do is buy more toys and dicks. But Not now anymore. You're, you're, you're I at... can't afford to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm paying like $1,500 rent by myself as a single woman for a one bedroom. So, oh my God. Goodbye, supplements. Goodbye, Mm -hmm. organic food. Goodbye, sex Mm -hmm. toys and latex. It was great while you existed in my life. Goodbye, travel. Goodbye. Well, it's a good thing we have a successful (laughs) podcast that makes us rich. Let's hope so. (laughs) Right? One day. Hey, I'm Danny uh, Red, and I'm a dominatrix. I am Oban, and I am a submissive. And maybe a, a daddy in training. Oh. Mm-hmm. I'll talk oh. to you off air about that, but yeah. What? Yes, 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 yes. So- I, I, uh, I reached out to um, our fellow... Uh, friend of the pod panther yeah and uh had a little bit of a preliminary chat so i think him and i are gonna have some discussions at some time nice i also uh had a little chat with um uh our other friend of the pod who is a dom who would that be come on you know no male dom He's Cam? been on the he's been on yeah, he's been on the podcast okay. twice. You know, I was like Cam's uh, the only one that's been on the podcast twice, right? Uh and Wild. Oh no. I know Panther was on the podcast twice too. Yep. Yeah. And Alex yeah. Oh and in. right. And Wild has been on, I think three. three. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah. Wild is still. Yeah. Where is Wild? Still plugging away. <laughs> <laughs> No one sees the video. <laughs> so actually, um, my mental health has been kind of shitty lately with doing like mm. content creating with OnlyFans and porn. So I'm going to step back. Yeah. Yeah. In what I've way? Been Tell me why. feeling me like how. my life is too much kink and I'm losing my balance because it's rock climbing season, it's cycling season. And I was talking mm. to I could see that. Um, some friends. I was like, I feel a lack of balance. Like my life is very kink, kink, yep. kink. Cause I do pro work, this podcast. Yep. yep. And I still have a vanilla business. 
but most of my friends for the most part are kinky. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And yeah, I just, it's a lot of work with like OnlyFans creating all these photo shoots and content and filming videos. And then you post on social media. And I just, I've been really quiet the last few days because I think I'm going to take a step back. I'm like, you know, it's rock climbing time. And for the first time this week, I'm kind of taking a step back from my kink stuff, not Mm -hmm. posting so much on social media because I hate it anyways. And uh, I'm going to go rock climbing this weekend and do some mm-hmm. cycling. And yeah, I'm just going to. Well, I, I actually think that's a valid conversation because I think that's with anyone. And, and I, I think I've known this about you. I've seen you kind of do this before. You kind of uh, go Fade in and, and out. Yeah, yeah, you do. You have a habit of going pretty hard and then going pretty hard into something else. And yeah. so that's not, that's not a surprise. But I think that's also something that's... Um, um, important to recognize anyone that's kinky, right? Totally, like totally. you, I think there was a time, obviously not over the last year or so, but there was a time when kink um, probably occupied my mind more than it should have, yeah. you know? And sometimes if you've got a business and family and, and health and, and exercising and other things and friends, totally. sometimes you can just get into it. And, and the thing about kink um, especially the way that you and I like it is it's uh, it's an, it's an obsessive behavior, right? That's how we enjoy it. Mm, I yeah, do anyways, yeah, especially no, with like working with a dom, right? You know, you, you want to follow that obsessive yeah. behavior. Well, a lot of things too, you know, like a lot of my friends are kinky and will send porn and right. memes and things. So the, the perversion's always there throughout the day. But no, I, I've noticed, yeah, I've like, I spent my weekend last weekend filming some amateur porn. Mm-hmm. And by the time I was done editing, like I missed almost the whole day and it was sunny and pretty. And I was mm-hmm. like, what the fuck am I doing? Just sitting here on a laptop. And I get it. It's hustle. It's work. Yeah. And I know the person that we're going to have on our show today, mm-hmm. Andre- oh, um, how do- Andrea, Andrea, that's right. She I mean, she hustles. She works yeah. hard. She has a huge following on OnlyFans. She's a content creator. Mm-hmm. She's on social media posting. She's a photographer. Totally. I mean, she yeah. does a lot of it. So I'm curious, yeah. like, you know, with that whole life, because yeah. it's new for me. And I'm like, mm-hmm. wow, this is too much for me. Well, and I don't and I don't even think it's necessarily related specifically to the work you're doing. I think it's related to just work life balance, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's about it's about making sure you get in your exercise and the other things that's important and the other things that are responsible. Because, I mean, I'm sure there's listeners here that just uh, have probably wasted a whole day because they were working in an office, unfortunately, or they yeah. had work at home that they just couldn't, you know, finish up. So right. who knows? I'm really excited to speak to Andrea. I uh, had the fortune of um, seeing her on Instagram through some other Instagram people that I followed. Yeah. Um, I DM'd with them and then I kind of started DMing with her and just really connected. I think if anyone um, who's listening, we're going to put it in the show notes, but, and we'll, I'm sure we'll talk about it today, but yeah, her content is raw. It's shocking. It's explosive, especially your stuff. Morbid and creepy. Yeah, I love it. Morbid. It's explicit. It's kinky. It's sexual. It's hot. It is so cool. And her mind just excites me, right? Like the things that she does for herself and for her, those that she's uh, collaborating with. 
I had the privilege to actually get to hang out with her when I went to film with Switch Kitchen. She come by just to hang out. And so it was really cool to get to know her. And Mm -hmm. I I told her, I was like, wow, I really like the horror film and like the eeriness. And it's just really unique, her content. um, Her content sometimes shocks me. Like scary. Yeah, it's, it's neat. I love it's it. Challenging. It's, I love it's it. Unique. She's got yeah. her own niche. It's unique, and I really like it. Now, I don't know so much as far as her sex worker OnlyFans, but on her Instagram stuff, it's pretty. Mm-hmm. It's pretty amazing, and I like that dark, eerie, obscure type yep. stuff. And she's really creative, so it was really neat with two dominant personalities hanging out. And just kind of, and I, I had the privilege actually to do a, a photo shoot with her and Elena suicide. And, That's uh, right. I remember seeing that picture being so yeah, jealous. Yeah. In the bathroom, <laughs> they're in the tub and I'm yeah. sitting there on the toilet with my pants down <laughs> and my hood. Which is about normal. Yeah. Pretty normal. So yeah, it's, it's really great. I'm looking forward to hearing what she's got well, to say. Well, then why don't we dial her up? Sweet. Okay. Here is Andrea. <laughs> Today's episode is sponsored by Switch Kitchen. Raw ingredients, always fresh, 100% orgasmic. Switch Kitchen is your source of premium kink fetish porn made right here in Canada. You can find them at switchkitchen.xyz or on Pornhub, ManyVids, Twitter, and Instagram. Fulfill some of your sexual curiosities. Check them out today. Hi, everybody. Hi, Andrea. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Um, I just spent the last five minutes gushing about you to all of our listeners. Only five? No. <laughs> <laughs> we still have all the time now to continue to gush. Okay, uh, God. Yeah, I mean, I was just mentioning how I... Um, you know, found you through Instagram, uh, you know, with some other Instagram followers uh, or people that I was following and I was DMing them and they, and I think we just started DMing and I was just so fascinated by your content. Um, I said that I find it shocking and sexy and kinky and challenging. Those are my favorite words and exciting it, it is yeah. too you know and yeah. i find it is something that i as a someone who i just you know i i generally like to consider myself someone who has a pretty open mind about images and i like to push some you know small boundaries and like to see things i mean i've generally genuinely been shocked by some of the things you put up, and that's just on Instagram, so right? And open, I want to open. I want to ask you because I yeah. like your her content because it's like morbid and dark and yes. obscure. Yes. What what images or what things about Andrea's work has shocked you? Like what? Yes, great uh, question. I want to know which ones. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> if I could be if I'm going to be if I can remember specific images, but I mean your content is i mean you have lots of warnings and that on your content but your content (laughs) uh generally has a lot of things where i think the ones that shock me are the ones where it looks like it's there's maybe been a violent death 
So, right? Like, yeah. He does, does a, a body lot of there. gore and blood. Yeah. And, and I don't even know if it's the specific, I'm not even going to say it's the specific uh, gore. It's just like the, holy fuck, what the fuck just <laughs> happened? <laughs> what right? did you do? Yes. Yeah. What's the story that just happened here? <laughs> yeah. And I love it because when I see something like that, I'm like, oh my God. Okay. Well, I need to look at this again and I need to know why is it challenging me? That's my mm. mindset. Right. Um, but I fucking love that. And I find you so, your mind is so creative uh, you're also, especially on your Instagram account, you're very open. You're very raw, uh, about <laughs> a lot of, uh, personal things. And I am so excited that you're here to talk and I will stop talking because all I've been doing is talking about your content, but it's okay. It's so good for my ego. <laughs> good. Well, we love that. That's what we're here for. Ego boost. Right? Yeah. It's so much fun. Red, what do you think of her content? I, I, I love it. Absolutely. Like when we hung out, she's wearing a scary bunny ear (laughs) mask, just having a casual, casual conversation, you know, and this, I didn't want to take that thing off. Yeah. It was like, um, if you ever seen the movie Donnie Darko, that's kind of what this creepy bunny mask look like. Right. Yeah. It's in our photo shoot. And but no, it's it's very um, obscure, unique, morbid, um, Halloweeny. It can be gory. Um, it can be whimsical. I think it th- there's different moods of your palette that plays out in your art. It's um, very body positive. Um, it can be sexual. It can be dark. It can be fantasy and whimsical. So there's a lot definitely going on there with imagination. Yeah, yeah. I um. I try to basically make my art a lot based on my mood. Um, and it's definitely my outlet for basically everything. If I'm happy, I take photos. If I'm sad, I take photos. Um, and it's really weird. Like I can take a really gory photo when I'm really happy, but I can also take a really gory photo when I'm really sad. Like it's, yeah. it's really funny that way. Um, it's definitely, definitely my outlet for sure. Um, and I love pushing, I love pushing, pushing my boundaries, like my own personal boundaries, like just to see what I can get away with as well. Right. Um, <laughs> and just like, oh, well, like, what can I make? Like, oh, like, um, like the day that I made the human pinata um, right. photos. Um, and that was really kind of like a highbrow, like um, this couple hires this girl to be their human pinata for their daughter's birthday party. And they beat her to death and then they find a lot of candy in her brain and it's like (laughs) just like a little just like a little fucked up but also kind of like kind of neat and I'm like okay like am I gonna get deleted off Instagram for this one no nope I'm like didn't push the envelope a little farther how many Um, times like if you had stuff removed on Instagram like how many oh I had I I had two photos removed this morning um and like three others last week. Like I get right. flagged all the time. I'm just right. waiting for the day that I post the wrong thing and they take me down. But yeah. but that's okay. That's part of the fun. You so know? your it's- creative process, can you, as someone is, um, I'm like fascinated with your creative process and I'm a person and I'd be really curious about how you feel about like collabs and how your mind works. Like, can you... Can you tell our listeners a little bit of some of that? Um, okay, so I'm, I joke that I'm a total budget bitch, right? Mm-hmm. So 
I, um, my goal is to make really great art on as little money as possible. Um, because I just, I just hate, I hate buying things if I can make them myself. Um, so basically I just get an idea and I think, how can I do this for really fucking cheap? Um, and then I just throw myself into it. I don't really have any photography training other than me just going about my business and asking my friends, like, I mean, what does this do or how do I get that look or, um, and then I don't have any, I don't have any makeup artistry training either. I just say, okay, well I could do that. And then I just, right. I just right. give it a shot. And if it ends up messy, I lean into the mess. And if it ends up nice and clean, I'll tidy it up. I just kind of go with the flow as much as I can. Um, and just, I just, I just lean in. I just really love creating things and making things out of nothing. Do you, um, so does your creative process really work off of practical like effects more? Is that what kind of kind of gets your direction a little bit? Or do you still do a lot of like photo editing afterwards? I don't know how to use Photoshop. So I've oh, I've wow, never really okay. yeah, I've never really used it. Um so basically if I can't manipulate it in um Lightroom or PixArt, which is like the yep. easiest app on the planet right. to use, um, then I just I just can't do it. Um, which is great because it forces me to figure out how I can tangibly make everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, my next one that I'm doing is called what's in your head. And I built this cloud that you can wear on your head and I'm just going to stuff all these things in it. And oh it's going to be kind of mental illness thing. Um, mm-hmm. and in it, I was like, oh, well I could do that with Photoshop if I knew how to use Photoshop, but I don't know how to use Photoshop. So I was like, right. looks like I got to build a cloud. So then I figured out how I was going to build this cloud and wear it on my face. Um, yeah. So that's just, I just, I just throw myself into it. Yeah. I, it seems to me like with your practical effects, it seems, I would think um, like it would put you like at, you know, if you're being the model, like it really puts you in character and puts you in that place maybe a little bit more. Right. Eh? It does. That's, that's my favorite part about it is the changing of character every day. Like mm-hmm. I could wake up one morning and decide I want to be some post-apocalyptic bitch and then, like six hours later, I'm a fairy in the fucking woods in my house. Like it's, right. it's it's the change that I really enjoy, which um, which is great because I get to model whatever I want when I'm shooting for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but you mentioned collaborations, and yeah. it makes collaborations a little hard. <laughs> I have a I have a hard time letting go of that control and letting mm-hmm. a model step into what I picture myself in. Because every right. look, I picture myself as the model because I've been shooting solo for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's almost like a step out when I have to then put like a friend or a model in the position that I see myself in. So I'm, I'm learning to let go of that little bit of control and try to um, trust other people to work collaboratively with me to make the fucked up shit that's in my head because yeah. it's a little it's a little different it's not like a regular boudoir or a regular portrait where mm-hmm. you know any any pretty girl or a handsome man or whomever mm-hmm. could sit there and, and bang it out right. um i have to picture the person as me dead or as the cam girl dead or as the fairy or whatever um, mm. right. yeah so when you're do you consider yourself more a photographer or more of a model um See, I don't consider myself a model. I don't think I've ever considered myself a model. I've been modeling on and off since I was like 18. Sure. Um, and I'm definitely not 18 now. Um, so, but I don't think, I think it's just because like I grew up with models that aren't five foot two and 90 pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and covered in ink with bright orange hair. But now I guess I consider myself more of one, but I've always considered myself more of like a visual artist. Right. Um, just because I model and I do photography and I paint and I do, mm-hmm. I do more, more than just right. standard modeling, I guess. Mm-hmm. And even my standard modeling isn't, a, isn't typical. So it's, it's hard for me to consider myself a model. Right. Um, you consider yourself kinky. Um, how would no, you, not at all. <laughs> how would you identify? We typically ask our guests. I mean, we're a kink podcast. Uh, Hell how yeah. do you identify? I'm definitely submissive with a bratty edge. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's hard to like, I, I don't know if I'd go full fledged brat. Um, mm. but I'm, I'm definitely like, let's say like 60% submissive and then like 30% bratty and then mm-hmm. the other 10% wants to hit you. <laughs> so I was telling in our intro, I was like, yeah, it was really neat sitting with someone else who's a dominant personality when we were hanging out and like going mm-hmm. back and forth, discussing ideas when you were helping me with like my only fans and all that stuff. So you say you're submissive. But you definitely, um, you're very strong energy for sure. You're very confident and strong energy and know what you want. So there's definitely some dominance there. (laughs) Yeah, see, people people, um, who don't know me um, sexually or who haven't seen any of my like um, like sex work or porn or anything like that um, are like, no, no, she's either like dominant or a switch, if anything. I can see um, the brattiness just, though, for sure. Just yeah, just because I'm so I'm so outspoken. Um, yeah. But but I have like I have such crippling anxiety that I think my outspokenness has kind of been developed as like a defense mechanism. Like the louder I fake it, the more people stay away, and then I don't have to deal with it as much. Right. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So, but then I guess it's it's such a common thing for people who are dominant to be very submissive sexually for that release, right? Like I I oh, deal with time. so much during my day and um with my family life and just like being a small girl having to like stand up for herself. Mm-hmm. Um, that in the bedroom, yeah, I just really love being put in my place. Hmm. <laughs> so, when did you um? what was your kink journey like? Did you know this? Like red was someone that became knew she was kinky from like 16 on. I was like 40 when I knew I was kinky. So, I mean, there was hints I had throughout the years, but generally it's when I started becoming kinky. What was your journey like? Um, probably always a little more kinky to yeah. be honest. Um, yeah, I was, I was a bit of a late bloomer to be honest. I didn't, um, I didn't have sex in high school or anything mm-hmm. like that. Um, but I grew up with my sister who was a very sex positive person. She spent some time as a pro dom. Um, she used to do lectures in the, uh, in the, um, university about sex work and just like Mm -hmm. sex positive aspects and just, um, about your sex life and she sold sex toys. Um, so I probably started just like mind work, you know what I mean? Like just exploring it in, in my brain, um, at a really early age. Um, probably like 15, 16, because I'd see paddles and stuff at her place. And right. um, she always dated older men. So like that was like a little bit of a kink for me as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and now now I date only older men for the most part. Um, right, right. But uh, yes, yeah, so it was always kind of there. Um, and I've always been in and it's weird. It's, it's weird that this is a factor because you don't really think it is. Um, but I grew up in a family that was very 
um, information based. So I had almost no censorship. Um, so like at a really young age, I was watching really gory things. And I grew up watching a lot of like dark images and a lot of Law and Order and a lot of HBO and a lot of like a lot of really kind of sex heavy things. Um, and I guess it just kind of bloomed, bloomed from from there. And, um, you know, I mean, from, say, 19 on when I started kind of like actively having sex, um, it always had like a bit of a rougher edge. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, as you get older and you find partners that you're comfortable with exploring your kinks, it just got a little bit darker, I guess. Right. Um, and uh, yeah, I just, I don't know, just kind of developed along the way, I guess, you know, I mean, as you get exposed to more, you know, delicious things. When you say darker, can you elaborate on that? What you mean by darker? Um, yeah, well, um, I guess my kinks run a little bit, run everything from like my head in your lap and you playing with my hair to you drowning me. Yeah. You know, like, like they, they go, they go from, from really nice and sweet and like petting my hair and spitting on my face, kind of light kinks to like, gaping my asshole and spitting in it and like you know like the darker more taboo stuff see i don't Um, think that's dark that's pretty but that's yeah but that's that's what you do for a living so yeah but it's normal for you it's not normal for the normal for the vanilla it's normal for us well i know right and i'm like open (laughs) i know i'm like i i fucked my ass with my fuck machine last night so i'm like it's fine (laughs) i know i I feel so refreshed today (laughs) right i'm like i woke up happy it was great i mean i ended up like you know uh uh, red just moved into a new place and i was over at her place last week i mean the place is is plastered with like sexy images of women naked women there's like a woman getting pegged on her fridge you know that's just like her art yeah that's it sometimes you just got to put everything everywhere it's art people give me Right? It is. Oh yeah, no, it is beautiful art too. And I think it's, um, I find it, I find, you know, conversation of normal and not is very, very fascinating to me because one of the beautiful things that I get a chance to with this podcast in the small, beautiful people that we get to reach is the ones that reach out to me and mention how, they're starting a journey. I mean, even today, and I won't be specific because I haven't uh, got any consent, but I had a, you know, I had a, a person reach out to me who is 19 today, who mm. is submissive and um, a male submissive. And he's curious about doms and, and should I be paying tribute? And, and, and then like, I'm worried about, I haven't really been taught anything. And so, you know, and I've had so many conversations with so many um younger people and older people of course but there's so many people that underneath um i mean i think there are so many more people that just love to get choked than the minute love <laughs> oh my god i love hair, getting choked right and love getting their hair pulled oh. like i'm almost gonna say that's like a universal thing or maybe they yeah, don't love I, it but there's definitely a curiousness to some people's fantasies yes oh 100 yeah. there's there's like i've explored quite a few of my own dark fantasies um but there's still a lot that really that really like make me curious like like the whole drowning thing like that's that's mm-hmm. big on my bucket list mm-hmm. next um in in fact I'm, I'm doing a photo shoot as a model where they drown me wow. because it's as close as i can get to fulfilling the kink 
I'm like, no, let's just drown me in a photo shoot so, just so I can get um, like a little taste of it. If you really want to feel like that, join Search and Rescue, part of their um, Swiftwater team. And it's part of your thing is to be drowned. Ooh. True story. I'll be like, can they, I? They drown you. The you. They drown you and you have to rescue yourself. Whoa. I only say this because I used to do search and rescue. <laughs> so am I am I allowed to quit the training after that day though? <laughs> you could if you want. <laughs> and am I allowed to wear lingerie while I do it? <laughs> no, that is not practical. You'll need a water suit. <laughs> well, that's just not near as much fun. <laughs> yeah, I probably gave too much about my personal life out there, but yes, oh, yeah. you could. Join things where you get drowned, and it's cons- it's in a safe setting. It's it's kind of like some of those aspects remind me of BDSM, right? Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, wow, this is an equal parallel. Mm-hmm. Love that for me. <laughs> yeah, I one of the things that I've, um, you know, kink for me has two edges. Uh, for me, it's. Um, the personal journey on a sexual side and, and mostly I've talked on the podcast a lot. It's a mind journey for me with a lot of it. Like I, I really it's my like favorite part. love to get mind fucked. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But the second end of it is really um, an exhibitionist uh, art um, uh, challenging myself and doing it. And so a lot of my, um, a lot of what I push myself to do is to put myself out there in some of my um first of all just going to public events going to parties and then eventually being on instagram you know i'm joining only fans and putting my body out there when i have body image issues and mm-hmm. you know for me kink has been challenging me that but there's a way that i get um you know there's a way that i get uh i guess it would be a validation of being you know, being mm-hmm. sexy or thought of sexy through it. Can you tell me a little bit of your journey mm-hmm. on some of your body image issues? Does does being out there and, you know, public about some of your stuff help or is it a hindrance? Oh my God, yes. Okay, so like the, the best story I can give you on this. Um, okay, so years ago I was living in Toronto and I was working at a sex store called Stag Shop on Young Street. Um, and I was selling porn, and this was like 2002-ish, 2003-ish. And back then, um, little petite Asian porn stars were really, really popular. Um, and that whole like little, because you know how like body parts get sexualized over time. Yep. Just like right now, fat asses are a huge thing. Yep. In the 90s, us twiggy, thin ones were it. Um, yep. So the same thing happens with pussy. Um, so back then these like little tiny like slit nothing vaginas you know what i mean like no labia just like a little like cookie like a little cookie sandwich like the most adorable little thing Um, (laughs) oh my god i can never eat a sandwich again now (laughs) oh my god it's a sideways shit out of a cookie sandwich right now (laughs) it's a sideways whoopie pie that's what it is Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm. yeah okay anyways so i don't have one of those vaginas okay Mm -hmm. i have a very fat very plump long labia like i stand up and that thing hangs like i hang out of panties right Mm -hmm. so here it is 2002 2003 and i hated my vagina like i hated my vagina growing up i hated it as a kid i hated the look of it um and then i joined suicide girls as a hopeful Mm -hmm. and then i joined OnlyFans. um and it has been brought to my attention that my very delicate 
um, vagina is called a bat vagina, which is where your labia oh. like are like like little wings and they okay. lay like nice and flat like a bat. Um, and apparently it's a really big fetish. And all of this time, I had no idea that like my supreme now pays my rent pussy was like this wonderful thing. And I hated it for the longest time. Right. And if it wasn't for kink and sex work and um, and like suicide girls and literally putting my pussy out there for other people to see, I would still hate that thing. Yeah. And now I'm like, I fucking love you. You gorgeous fucking <laughs> makes me money and gives me pleasure. And like, like there was a point where I was like, okay, I'm going to have surgery on my labia. And now yeah. I'm like, don't you fucking dare. Now I want to have them pierced. Now I want to make molds. I want to make mugs of the thing. Yeah. I'm like, I just yeah. want to put it fucking everywhere. Um, which is like the best, like the best outcome. Like I couldn't, um, I couldn't have gotten that anywhere else. I don't think, yeah. um, and that's that's like to me that's just so incredible like that just helped me let alone how like my work helped other people or whatever like to me that's just one wonderful thing that is super cool i mean i think it's a little bit like you know i've talked about before like i have a lot of cum and it was an embarrassing thing for me oh right? god it don't was, ever was, be embarrassed by oh, that <laughs> i was so embarrassed by it her you know, eyes just lit like, up oh, i'm like, like <gasps> I mean, it was like, yeah, I always was like, oh my God, I got to make sure there's a towel and I'm so sorry. Yeah, no, my first thought was put it all over my face. (laughs) I know. know. And now, of course, like, uh, no, that's not a problem, dude. (laughs) It's interesting because what some people are insecure about, there's someone else out there that like, that's their thing, man. Like I knew a guy like he's obsessed with women with crow's feet, like aging women. Oh, cute so it's funny like you'll you'll find your person they'll like your quirks out there <laughs> and they it's might like, pay for it <laughs> like, uh, it's like dudes who have um tickle fetishes and they yeah. pay you for tickle videos i'm like oh my god you're just so adorable like you and your tickle fetish is like the sweetest thing i've ever seen Ugh. I know. <laughs> bless um do you, can you talk about your sex work for a bit? How did you, how did you, um, it sounds like you decided to go into sex work um, uh, a, a while ago, if I'm not incorrect there, you're talking about some of your dates. I mean, how was that journey and, and what's it been like, especially, you know, we're talking, you know, Red's journey into sex work is fairly new. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess my, I guess it's been both kind of new and kind of old, I guess. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. I've always kind of been one of those, um, one of those bitches who films herself and takes photos. Like I'm a total exhibitionist. I love mm-hmm. being filmed. I love getting off in front of other people. Um, so I was always kind of dabbling my toe in it, kind of behind the scenes. You know, one of those girls who sold news on the sly or whatever. Right. Um, and then it's really only been the last few years that I like really did it kind of wholeheartedly and like full time. Um, now I've done like in the past, like some sugar baby work and some stuff yep. like that, yep. um, like some in-person stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm really kind of loving like the online stuff right now. Like I'm, I'm loving OnlyFans and, um, and like I'm, I'm because of it, I'm joining a couple of other sites. I'm going to do many vids and maybe AVN because I want that like perfect pussy. <laughs> I want that perfect pussy yeah. nomination. Yes, um, yes. <laughs> I'm going to win that bitch. I don't care. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's. I guess it's been a couple of years now that I've been doing it online, um, and I've, I'm really enjoying it. It's it's the kind of perfect happy outlet for me. Um, it 
it kind of allows me to be slutty without being slutty. You know what I mean? Um, So I can put all my kinks out there. I can be the filthy little whatever without having to have like an excessive amount of published like um, partners and stuff like that, which is great right now with COVID and everything. We can't really even do that. Um, So OnlyFans really helps me out that way. Um, It's it's a great way for me to kind of explore my kinks um, as well as help others. Um, Some of my favorite things are my my like diehard fans who spend um, a lot of time with me and they mm-hmm. you know, I mean work out their own kinks and a lot of the times they work out like some some issues with trauma and some things that they've worked out with other women about like their body images and sure. um and I try to help them with that as much as I can um and I just so I just th- really love it what do you think of your customers I'd love to talk to you a little bit about your customers I mean as a sex worker I have an idea but I mean I'm uh, uh, you know, how do what do you feel about your customers in 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 that fact that you know it, there's a transaction to it, but there's a relationship because it's a customer relation, obviously. Right. Mm-hmm. It is. Um. It is. It is very transactionally for a lot, and I think that's the way that they want it. Um. Mm-hmm. They just sign on. They say, "Hey, can I have an anal vid or can I have a toe sucking vid or whatever?" Yeah. And you know what I mean? I mean, I say, yeah, you know, whatever. And I, and I hand it over and they go about their business. And you know, I mean, we might talk for a few minutes about whether or not they liked it. And it's just very just customer service based and it just happens to be porn. Um, but then I have other fans who have been with me like a long time. Um, and with them, it's more, it's almost, it's almost like a relationship in a way. It's almost like I'm giving girlfriend experience um, without actually giving girlfriend experience. Um, I have a, I have a wonderful fan, um, and I won't say his name because he'd know for sure. And I, 100%, he will listen to this when I send him Ooh. the link because he's lovely. Um, so I have a, a wonderful fan. Hi. Um, hi. And, hi. Um, and, um, he had recently lost, um, quite a bit of weight. Um, and he's, he'd been quite, quite insecure about it. And I've been working with him to just kind of get him out of the shell about it and that he doesn't have to be, um, he doesn't have to be self-conscious about his body and everybody's body has issues, even mine. Um, and he finds me desirable and I have, you know, I mean, I have multiple body issues and I mean, like I find him desirable as a person and I try to try to help him work out through that. And um, I just think it's lovely that I can kind of help him work through his insecurities and hopefully, you know, I mean, it'll help him branch out and get mm. out there and explore his kinks a little more and, you know what I mean? Maybe he'll end up dating and, you know I mean? He's been a little really insecure and he hasn't been with a woman in a really long time. And I just, he's, he's gone from this very shy, um, very demure man to this like little bit of a filthy perv. And now he'll send me like, he had, he had never sent a dick photo. Like he had never sent a dick pic. And like, I made sure to tell him not to send anything unsolicited, of course. Um, But now when we're playing online, he'll like, he'll like send me little videos and like, he'll, he'll send me little photos. And it's just, it's so lovely to take someone who wants to explore their kinks um, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. take them in a safe manner and help them guide them through it, which is quite lovely. So with everyone, I mean, I think with COVID was a pusher for it. But I mean, OnlyFans, which is the famous one, there's lots of other mm-hmm. verses out there. I cannot count on both hands um, the amount of people I would never have ever thought signed up for OnlyFans. Like, mm-hmm. and like it's pretty much, I mean, no, I would have guessed you, but I'm talking like people that are straight up never would have thought that they would do it. 
And there are so many people that are doing OnlyFans now. I I'm think it's going to be the new norm of social I, media. I'm curious like, on your thoughts, Andrea. Like, what what are your thoughts about like more people getting into like at least the online stuff, which is sex well, work? Yeah, for sure. There was an uptick in the survival sex worker. Um, mm. I know, like even myself, like when um, when COVID hit, I was really kind of only like supplementing my income with with OnlyFans um, mm -hmm. because ideally I was working as a model. I was trying to get sure. paid shoots. Um, yeah. But then when COVID hit and we weren't allowed for like three months, we weren't allowed to do anything like whatsoever. Yeah. I was yeah. like, okay, well, I really need to like dive head first into this. Um, so even though I wasn't really a survival sex worker before OnlyFans because I was on OnlyFans before, everybody kind of became one when OnlyFans hit. Yeah. Um, and so many, I know so many friends who joined OnlyFans just so they could even make 50 or 60 extra mm -hmm. bucks a month or, right. you know what I mean? Like just to try to try to get some money. Um, so I know, I know a lot of those probably like 50 or 60% aren't going to stay sure. once they go back to their vanilla jobs. Cause so many yeah. people still aren't, aren't working. They're still at home or they're still yeah. working at home, um, and whatnot. So that'll change, I'm sure. Um, but I'm, there's, there's gotta be quite a few that dove into it and realized they love showing mm -hmm. off and realized mm -hmm. that they love the the sometimes quick cash and the, and you know what i mean the hustle and the hustle really gets you the hustle it yeah. really sucks you in i really um, want to talk to you about that because before you came on the episode open mm -hmm. and i was talking about that i told my mental health went to shit because i've been doing pro dom porn only fans, which you've helped me tremendously. Thank you, by Yay. the way. And I'm like, I don't have time to rock climb. I don't, I don't make time to cycle or do things that I used to love. Cause there's more mm -hmm. to me than just kink. Like I'm very outdoorsy and I like to work out and I like to socialize with my friends, vanilla and kink. And so I was talking to an ex-partner and uh, my girlfriend about that stuff, how I feel there's a lack of balance and mm -hmm. it's a lot of content creating and a lot of work that I put in to make only 10 bucks, but I spent a whole day filming porn and editing and it's like, fuck. Yeah. So it's, it's, and I know the work that you put in, we've talked about it. So do you find there's an imbalance sometimes with that content? Creating I, and sex work? Yeah. 100%. I am, I am the worst for it too, because I'm, I'm so high energy and I'm, I'm so neurotic as a person, um, that I have a really hard time with moderation in general. And it's almost like OnlyFans is designed to make you more competitive right. because it's like everybody, especially with the way that they work out percentages, percentages and it's yeah. like, they should just knock that shit oh, off. It's, right? so, it's so horrible. You know what? Like, as long as your bills are paid, who gives a fuck, right? right, right. Um, and that's my goal. My goal is to just, you know, make enough porn that I don't have to get enough, that I don't have to get a vanilla job. Yep. Um, I want all my bills on auto pay, and yep. I want one vacation a month, one vacation a year. That's it. Simple. Yep. Yep. Um, but OnlyFans, it's it's designed almost to push you, and that that sex worker grind um, is so addictive because you get that adrenaline from pushing yourself to make more content, mm -hmm. and you get those adrenaline. And those endorphins from making the content because your yeah. content is porn, um, that you're constantly chasing that high. 
And then like, I would, I'll wake up someday and I'll make porn all day and I'm running on those endorphins. And then I'm editing the porn and I'm running on those endorphins and then I'm selling the porn and that gets me off because one of my kinks is being paid. It's kind of like its own kink, really. It's a kink. It is. It's it's a power exchange. Because I know when we hang out and we film, you know, with our sponsor, Switch Kitchen, you film with them Mm -hmm. as well. Yeah. It's it's like it's fun. We're all hanging out. We're filming together. We've never worked together, but you know the Mm -hmm. whole concept. And then it's just it kind of is a like a scene within itself. One hundred percent process. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's, it's a thing that it's, it becomes really, it's addictive. Uh, a friend of mine, um, I had spoken to a friend of mine after my last, um, my last um, Dom and I had broken up and I had said, I don't, I don't understand why I'm having such a hard time getting over it. And he was like, well, is it, was it your like most intense kink relationship? And I was like, yeah, it's by far my most intense like DS relationship. And he was like, yeah, that's because BDSM is crack and you're addicted. Right. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, I'm just, you just get addicted to the high of it. You get addicted to that adrenaline. Um, oh, and OnlyFans, OnlyFans is the same thing. You get addicted to the money. Like, I've I've had days where I've made $1,200 and I'm like, I want to do this every fucking day. Right. And I will never sleep. And I'm like, yeah. you know what I mean? And it's like, no, bitch, you got to calm down because you're going to run yourself to the ground. Yeah. Um, and I do. I call it a creative come down. I'll do like a couple of really hard days. And then the next three days, I'm bawling my eyes out because yeah. my whole nervous system is out of whack and my mental health is out of whack. And I've heard I'm basically sobbing. I've heard other pro doms who do uh, clips for sale and content and only fans and all that they say the same thing they'll go hard for two weeks and then they just like one whole week just crash. Yeah, I'm catching myself and I'm like, Ooh, no boundaries, putting the brakes on this shit. Nope. Yeah. Learn, learn them, learn them quickly. Um, honestly, it's the best thing that I can do with anybody when it comes to like content creation, because it's, it's so easy when, when COVID hits in March, I went ham. Like I went like major ham constantly working like 18 hours days until like the middle of july i guess yeah um and i spent the entire summer where i could barely open i could barely open only fans because it was giving me like full-on ptsd and it's still now that i like i have a hard time opening telegram and telegram is one of those apps that everybody uses to kind of like market themselves um and now i'm like oh i don't know if i can go near it because i'm like (laughs) i I still have that like oh so much pressure um because i went so hard like it was just Mm -hmm. i didn't I didn't give myself any moderation. It's and such a I job. Should. It's a job. I mean, people, you know, I've uh, I've had partners that uh, were dancers and strippers and sugar daddies and escorts, and uh, we've talked about this before on OnlyFans or whatever. It's a job. I mean, it's a job like anything else. And and once you film, you're editing, you're you're uh, nurturing client relations, marketing it on them. social media, you're marketing it. You find out which app yeah. is the best, and you got to like become a social media expert to promote yourself on Twitter mm-hmm. and yeah. everything else. And then you deal with getting booted because Instagram changes their rules or something. I mean, yeah. it is constantly going. And I can see because people, especially um, some of the content that I see that you do, it's very very raw and very personal, which I think uh, connects you well with your audience. Mm-hmm. But then it almost feels like 
maybe you're always on sometimes, right? And I think people strive yeah. for that, but it, it becomes like you, you when, when are you off, right? When are you off? Yeah, it becomes, uh, it can become a struggle. Um, it can become a struggle turning it off. That's, that's true. I do have a, I have a problem with that sometimes. Um, because I'm such an artist type, um, my, my online persona is very, very curated. Like my Instagram is very like dark themed. It's where I put my modeling stuff. It's where I talk about my mental health. Like my Twitter is all smut. It's where I shit pose. Like it's all, everything is very curated and very, um, compartmentalized. Um, and sometimes I think that it can sometimes make me a little unapproachable. Um, because e- even though like on my Instagram, I'm very raw about my mental health. I'm very raw about my physical health and my, my, you know, my chronic illness. Yeah. Um, but sometimes I think because it's so curated and because I don't throw up those like bullshit selfies or those like little ass mm-hmm. pics or mm-hmm. those that like every random, like normal girl does. Yeah. Um, I think so. Yeah. Sometimes it's, I'm constantly on, you know what I mean? Like it doesn't look yeah. like even, even when I'm off and even when I'm crying on my, on my stream, because I've woken up in a bad day that sometimes yeah. I worry that it still feels like I'm off or I mean like right. I'm on, you know what I mean? Yeah, like I it's know what still, you're saying. it's like, yeah, yeah. When is it me? And when is it, when is it for, yeah. when, for the camera? And I, th- see, I'm, I have a, a theory that is completely untested and we'll find out in the next little while. But I mean, obviously kink, went through a bit of a revolution with 50 shades of gray. It became more, mm-hmm. more acceptable and more cultural conversation. And I have this idea that sex work on a level is going to take a bit of an evolution because we're going to have so many people in 10 plus years that are moms. I mean, lots of sex workers are moms and everything. I'm not, I'm not mm-hmm. saying that, but people that are maybe not in it anymore, but that were like, you know, someone that's like now uh, 40 years old and uh, you know, it's 2040 and they're like, Oh yeah, I did only fans for two years in 2020. And well, they that, understand it. And so I think it's going to help with this. It's still out there. It's when you still make out that, there. And when you film that and take those pictures yeah. of yourself and you're putting them on Instagram or Facebook or wherever that shit's out there. So like, I, that's, mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the idea of sex where I'm not, I'm not going to say it's going to be perfect, but you know, the, there's got to be a bit of a cultural revolution towards the definition of sex work and maybe the treatment of sex work because people who are going to be voting and people who are going to be running the world in 20 years, there's going to be a good portion of them that we all got dirt on us now. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I just, I can't wait for like in like 25 years when all the politicians are covered in ink. Don't you think that's going to yes. be funny? They're going to be covered in ink. And you're like when go the U S president like... is covered in face tats. I'm right. like, yes. Well, yeah. And he's Trump, got, he's got Trump dated a sex model. Come on guys. Well, well yeah. Trump, I mean, he was, Trump was orange. That could be one big he's face. Orange, and he was, he was Come dating, on. he dated porn stars all the time. Right. If anything, he was a trendsetter. <laughs> well, and the thing is, is like, you're going to have politicians that were like, you know, did only fans for two years well and they already yeah. go to secret islands and have sex with children so come on well, yeah, right the, the sex work is not going to be an issue for them yeah epstein no. come on guys <laughs> come on it's going to be oh. an, it's, it's an interesting conversation besides outside mm-hmm. of the conspiracy theories that my american friend always talks about <laughs> yeah. well at least you know with this stuff the shit's already out there in the open so well, yeah it's going to be it's going to be interesting because 
you know, when you're first thing you do and you're going to be a politician is what's your, uh, what's in your closet. Well, totally. <laughs> like with our generation though, like everything is already out there. Like everyone yeah. has a Facebook, everyone posts photos, like everything's transparent and already yeah. public as mm-hmm, compared mm-hmm. to the, the previous generations of us, you know, our parents' generation, it's like, Oh, he had sex with a minor. Oh, you know, like now well, that should every, always be bad. Okay. That, that should always be bad. And the point <laughs> is it's all out there now. Not yes. many people have very private lives. Yeah. No. It's, it's getting exponentially harder and harder to not have your crap aired out everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. It's not even just sex. It's like places you go and travel Mm -hmm. and do anything that you put on a social media platform. It's out there. Mm -hmm. It's, it's publicly out there to someone. See, that's why, uh, that's one of the things that I tell um, new models and new sex workers. um, And it it might be, it might not be the right thing for me to be telling them, to be honest. Um, But I see, I see, sex workers who start with no face um and i tell them all the time i said okay if you're if you're gonna do no face you have to do no face for the rest of your life um because the moment anyone knows it's you you will get doxxed like just come to terms with the fact that at some point in time in your career as a sex worker you will get your information leaked you will get your contact leaked content leaked and you just have to come to terms with it yeah. I'm okay with it now, knowing that my pussy is on the internet. My pussy will be on the internet for the rest of my life. Yeah. If my content gets stolen, I have to be okay with that. Yeah. Um, because that's just, it's just the world we live in um, totally. now. It's just too easy for people to access your information. Um, so it's not something that they should go into lightly because it's one of those things that like, once you do it, it's there forever. Um, you're, you're not going to be able to search down every pussy oh. pick on the internet and take them down. Like it's, you know, I knew a a cop I was hanging out playing board games with a bunch of cops and one of the girls actually got pulled in the office talked by her head officer when she was young when she was 18 19 she did some boudoir modeling and one of the guys found these photos somehow through the photographer or whatever and she's in her 30s now she's a grown-ass woman and she had to explain to her officer of what these photos were and they were not Mm -hmm. too happy about it because you know she was in the police force and it was frowned upon and she tried to explain Mm -hmm. you know I was young I was dumb I was in college I thought it was something sexy for a boyfriend I didn't know yeah it is what it is there's going to be less yeah. of people being able to put that off of I was dumb and in college. It's not going to fly in yeah. 20 years. Oh, yeah. You, you you can't put I was dumb and in college now. It was like, COVID. No. I had to pay rent. I had to make porn <laughs> and pay guys. Yeah, see, I that, I don't, that we would all understand. We'd be like, oh, okay. You yeah. know what I mean? There should, exactly. just, there should just be a leeway on every job application from like two, 2019 yeah. to 2022. We're allowed to just leave blank yeah. and just write COVID. 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 Just COVID. No one, no one needs to explain those two years. No. Right? <laughs> now, Andrea. Yeah. What is going to be the next fun thing? Obviously, you're not going to give away all your fun things you do because uh, mm-hmm. you want to put your content. But what is the next real fun thing you're wanting to do? Your next fantasy what is it you want to talk about? What's exciting? Um, actually, um, okay. So the next fun thing like that I want to do. Either, um, ooh. Or do you got okay. Well, or the big, well, okay. Well, 
I'm being beaten on Thursday. That's the next thing that's planned. Nice. Uh, I'm going. I'm going to switch kitchen, and and yeah. and they're gonna they're gonna beat me. It's gonna be lovely. I haven't been yep. beaten in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, so that's gonna be fun. But the, the the biggest thing, and this is really funny that I've never done this. Um, mm-hmm. the biggest thing on my on my like wanna do next thing is uh mm-hmm. is like uh, male male female. I I've never nice. done it, which is like I've had loads of threesomes with women. Yeah. Um, and loads with men and women, but yeah. never with two men. And I'm like, this just seems wrong. Like, I love <laughs> and you men. want them to be by and playing with each other. Or oh, just, I don't like, care. <laughs> it's just as long a fun as we're, time. As long as we're all having a good time, I'm happy right. with it. Right. Yeah. Oh, that sounds like a fun fantasy. I'm sure Doesn't Switch it? Kitchen can make that work. Well, see, <laughs> they they just put up on their story that they uh that they got a two. And it says like um come bucket or come dump or something like that. Yeah. And I literally messaged them and was like, Can we do the male, male, female and we wear that too? Because I want to wear that too. Oh my god. And like and do the whole thing as a cream pie. And I was oh, like, Oh yes. yeah, that would be awesome. Um yeah. so where can um our listeners find you? You can find me on Instagram. It's at O N dot D R E E dot A H. Um and the same thing for my OnlyFans. It's uh, onlyfans.com forward slash Andrea, O-N-D-R-E-E-A-H. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much for uh, making time for us today. Um, We had a blast talking to you. I hope you had that fun time too. No, I hate you both. It was terrible. (laughs) No, no, it was lovely. Um, And of course, I um, look forward to the time that I get to meet you in person, hopefully soon. Of course. Well, hopefully I'll get to work with you both at some point in oh time. Oh my God. I, you know oh, what? Working with we you could do dream. a murder scene and kill Oban and cover him in fucking blood. And I pet him with a spiked dick like the movie Seven. Okay, you've thought this Oh my God, you. yes. I just thought <laughs> it all now. I'm into that. You could put a gun to my head and I fuck him in the butt with a blade. <laughs> I'm into it. I'm into it. <laughs> what okay, do you let's... think, Oban? Uh, sure. Let's brainstorm this offline. <laughs> Her eyes are wide. She's like, I'm into this. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh. All right. I'm, I'm like, my whole body just got tingly. I'm into it. Stellar. <laughs> they'll, they'll buy it. Right? Uh, I'll, get kicked, I'll get kicked off Instagram. It'll be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much for joining us. Have a beautiful night. Thank you. Bye. Okay, think? I love that. Yeah. I okay. I I felt at first. I was like, oh my god, Stan, you're. Um, oh, we're gonna beep that one out. <laughs> oh my god, oh man. Actually, everyone knows my name. Fuck it, they know my first name. I don't have to beep that shit out. I was like, okay, calm down. You're talking too much. We're here to interview the person. <laughs> it was it was really cool because you know yeah. there's there's a lot going on there. Like you know, a lot of people are doing OnlyFans, sex mm-hmm, work, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and what's cool about Andrea is. She has body image stuff. She's kinky. She's a content creator. She's very diversified and dynamic, right? She does porn. She does modeling. She does photography. She creates her own stuff. So she's learned the grind and hustle of what it is. And so she's just very dynamic. So I knew when we brought her on, there was going to be a lot of different directions Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. we could have gone in conversation. Yeah. Totally. So, well, we've, I, like I said, I've had conversations with her online. Uh, you've met her and we, I knew it was going to be a great conversation. In fact, I look forward to the next conversation we have with her. And I, I mean, I've always 
I've always like wanted to work with her. Oh my God. It like seriously, it's bucket list. And that's the kind of thing that I want to go into. And I'm going to go like, <laughs> um, where I'm going to go into it and I'm going to be, I'm in your control. I trust your vision. I trust your, uh, I trust your creativity and I'm here to collab if you want some feedback from me, but she's the kind of artist uh, that I would just love to be like, oh yeah, let's, what, what do you have? What's an idea? That, that could be so fun. That could be oh, yeah. fun. Well, or sounds like you've already got blade. a scene. Yeah, <laughs> totally. like you've already got a scene set up already, right? Yeah, like oh, seven. My oh my What's goodness. What's in the box? Opens pretty oh. little head. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like this and be like, <laughs> what would I look I'd be like, oh. it'd just be two blue eyes out of the box. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> or if I had like a big smile, I'd be like, <laughs> oh my God. I think it'd be you know great. what we should do? You know what I was thinking? Is I think we should put the uh, video, the intro, and the outro video up for our Patreons. You know what? I'm putting this in my notes right now that we do a movie seven mm-hmm. and like we're driving down the Okanagan road. Or Don't give away our ideas. Someone's gonna no, steal I'm us. totally. We have, to talk, we have to talk off air with uh, Andrea and so we get ourselves a good. Oh uh, my God. I'm, I'm typing away. Okay. I got it. I got it. I've, we're going to do this. Okay. Yeah. You know what? Um, I didn't mind. Um, you know, this is one of the few times, actually, we've never done an interview where we weren't in the room together. I know. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I hope it, uh, I hope it comes off okay. I mean, this is not going to be the norm. Um, again, thank you for uh, uh, making things work today, just with a few uh, family life issues. So well, I, I think with that. a lot of what's going on in the world, podcasts have been a lot of this. So I yeah. think it's kind of the new norm now. It is. It's just, a, we're always worried about, um, we're always worried about sound quality, right? And yeah. uh, we want yeah. everything to be so good, uh, you know, content, and we want to be there for our listeners. We love them listening to us and giving to us, and we want to give them the best show possible with the best sound. So that's what and we're And soon, for. you guys, we might be doing live. Okay, so here, we and you are just sitting here doing this we got to do a live show we're gonna definitely do lives we'll do it in the we'll be in the same room we've got a little setup you have yep. now right yep got the so mic. we're gonna do a live um you and i have both decided while well, our faces are out there now so we've come to that conversation that andrea talked about like we're out there it's gonna well, be out there i'm out there i made porn yeah. it's it's out yeah. there my face so, is out there we're gonna do live shows we're gonna give you ideas later on the best way that you can connect to those live shows yeah. um there is a lot of ways to connect with us. Uh, what's the best way for them to reach everything of ours? Totally. Everything is through our website and our Instagram and our FetLife. Everything is True North Dom. And that's mm-hmm. D-O-M-M-E uh, dot com. That's our website. That's our mm-hmm. IG. That's our Twitter. That's our FetLife. Yeah. Yep. So. And there's also other links and stuff there for each of our uh solo endeavors so people can check that stuff out uh keep a track on our um on our instagram because we'll be shooting out um when we've got promos on merch and stuff for patreon and we've got some big ideas when we're coming to live shows and video content for patreon i think i think we should set oh my god all right she just flashed her tits this is going on the patreon if you guys want to see madam red's titties Oh, this is going on Patreon? I think we should. 
Let's have sure. a conversation afterwards. I think we should for a sure. Patreon. Fuck it. Fuck it. Let's do it. Yep. Yeah. It's just super easy going. So, totally. uh, all right, everybody. Uh, thank you for joining us. Take Keep us out. Red. Keep it freaky. Bye. Bye.